This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Here we go. It's hour number two of the GBAC Nation on 105.3 The Fan. Brian brought us working the phone as the NFL offseason is officially underway. We're going to get your NFL news of the day from Woolchuck here in just a second. General at your service at ease. There is uh, Brian Bros, former Cowboy Scout NFL executive, Lucius Alexander. You do have Zach Woolchuck and Eric Chiafalo here in the GBAC Nation. And, of course, Carter Freeman coordinating your video. You can follow us all right there on uh, the the X app, if you go to at GBag Nation, all of our handles are in the bio. Here's Zach Wolchuk with your NFL News of the Day. Thank you very much. Yeah, the uh, the big news right now, Tom Pellicero reporting the Cowboys do have a deal done. They've agreed to terms with Mike Zimmer. Uh, we're waiting on, on Brian to confirm that for us. The big thing yesterday, though, holy moly, the decision for Kyle Shanahan there, overtime, and then the debacle with the overtime rules. Yeah. One, he decides to receive probably a bad decision there shouldn't have done that uh Kyle Shanahan after the game went in was asked of course by reporters the thinking there what was your logic behind overtime we're going to go ahead and take it instead of kicking it off to Mahomes and then now you know exactly what you need to be able to win here was Kyle you know that none of us have a ton of experience of it but we went through all the analytics and talked with those guys and we just thought it'd be better we wanted the ball third um if both teams matched and scored we wanted to be the ones who had the chance to go win and um, we got that field goal, so we knew we had to hold him to at least to a field goal. And if if we did, then we thought it was in our hands after that. Yeah, you know, almost immediately during the game, they're talking about, wow, you know, now Kansas City has the opportunity to decide if they're going to go for it on fourth down. We're going to go for a field goal or a touchdown. I mean, just immediately on on the surface level, just thinking about one progression into it, I, I think would have given insights. I'm calling BS on Shanahan looking at the analytics and doing a think tank about it out there because I think they're too smart to have missed these. I think they just took it for granted, Chief. How about you? Yeah, I tend to agree with you. I mean, if you were looking at the analytics side of things, then you would have done exactly what the the Chiefs said they would have done had they won the toss, which is you don't take the ball first because then you get the ball second. You know exactly what you need to do. You know exactly how aggressive you need to be. You can go for it recklessly on fourth down because you know we have to here. And so that takes a lot of the thinking out of it for you, which is nice. And then uh, what, what, what Shanahan is missing there is it's not going to come down to a third possession uh, sudden death situation. If the if the Niners open that thing that overtime up and they go score a touchdown, the Chiefs are going to get the ball and then they're going to go score a touchdown and then they're going to go for two and they're going to end the game right there. Whether they get it and win or they lose it and don't win, they're not going to let it get to a third possession because yeah. they don't they want no part of giving you the ball in a sudden death situation. No, yeah. they they went through the scenarios. The Chiefs were prepared for this and Chris Jones said Sorry. they were going to go for two had San Francisco scored a touchdown. Sorry to cut you off there Brian. Breaking news on the fan presented by BetQL. Smarter bet start with BetQL. Download the BetQL app or visit betql.com today, sir. It's done. Okay. It's done. Yeah, I just got a text from Mike. It's done. 
Mike so. Zimmer is the Cowboys defense yes, coordinator. Done. Yeah, it is. Thank Not goodness. done like the first time Pelissero reported it. Nope, it's done. Officially it's, done. it's yeah, confirmed it's now. Done. All right, so the Cowboys do have a defensive coordinator. Thank goodness. Um, it was a little weird how, how long that took to come together, but at least it's done now. So welcome back home, Zim. Now, uh, multiple players for the 49ers didn't even know or aware of the overtime rules. And Kyle Juszczyk was one of them that spoke about just like, I didn't really know what the hell was going on. Here was Kyle Juszczyk postgame asked about overtime. You know what? I didn't even realize that the the playoff rules were different in overtime. So I, I assumed you just want the ball because you score a touchdown and win. But I guess that's not the case. Um, so I don't really, I don't totally know the strategy there. No. No, we haven't talked about it, no. And again, mm. that's the big difference in coaching. Andy Reid had these guys for two weeks planning and knowing the situation if they were to get into overtime. Kyle Shanahan's team had absolutely no idea of what was even going on. I do love the idea. Had the 49ers have scored a touchdown, they think the game is over in this situation. <laughs> Kyle Juszczyk <laughs> and everybody's running onto the field celebrating. They're putting the Gatorade bath on Kyle Shanahan thinking this game is over. And the refs are like, no, no, no. This uh, isn't the, the regular get a season. possession, guys. This game is not over. This is the Super Bowl. You guys spent all week cranking up the excuse machine about how the fields were bad and, and the uh, <laughs> you know the, fi- the fire alarms and you forgot to dot your I's and cross your overtime T's. You oh, bleep man. holes. That, that, that's one. Like, listen, everybody has the in-game management issues where they fumble fart stuff every single coach pretty much from top to bottom those are oftentimes split second things and a little bit more understandable but this is you're just this is a you're not buttoned up Mm -mm. this is you completely not understanding not going through the possible scenarios here they're like hey man the the overtime almost never happens in the super bowl we can pretty much not focus on that we can focus about bitching about the fields that we're practicing on Congratulations, Kyle Shanahan. For Ooh. as great as he is as an as a offensive, great mind, offensive mind, play designer, holy smokes, man. That dude does not know how to who to manage a game, no. to just to coach a game, play with a lead, can't do it. He knows how to surrender them, that is for sure. Probably a better OC, you know, than a head coach, but he's so good at designing plays. But I think he invests boys. I think he invests so much into the execution. Like he's like a mad scientist just thinking about all this. Oh man, we gotta line up like this and this angle, and then we'll get him like this. That there's not enough time spent studying the game flow. It's it's a it's, it's a crazy. huge, huge kryptonite I mean, those or were two bad weakness, decisions man whatever it is that is that is really really difficult there to stomach that that's that's really really inexcusable the uh, and then the other thing in my mind is you know i i just wonder that if you went back and gave san francisco the breaks wouldn't the chiefs have just figured out how to get an extra touchdown in the fourth quarter you know or whatever we got to do it seemed like there was no know? stopping mahomes in that yeah. offense in, in the fourth you know, quarter I, overtime i think we assign these narratives and right now it's the cowboys it's accountability and toughness and leadership and we're going to talk about all these things you don't have a good enough quarterback they don't and and yeah. they've tried to get by with that and they, and they took a swing and a miss on trey lance they moved up they traded uh they they fudged that one up and you know i didn't think brock purdy played terrible yesterday but clearly you could see the difference and when i need my quarterback to make a game-changing type of play mahomes under duress pressure in his face low snaps from the center he's <laughs> able to find a way to make plays brock purdy the second there is pressure uh, i'm just going to sail this ball out of bounds and, yeah and live for the next down you know there was a time and, and brian mentioned tiger woods earlier in the show there was a time where 
after Jack and Arnie and all those guys had dominated, like through the 80s and the first part of the 90s, golf dominance like went in little cycles and a guy would get hot. You know, you'd have Payne Stewart or Nick Faldo or Nick Price, Nick Price, you know, yeah. all, all of these guys. And it was cool. You know, you're watching the PGA Tour for like 12 straight years and there was no clear dominant dude. And that's where we have emerged from. Uh, and now I, I believe Mahomes has gri- grabbed it so completely that I, I don't know what a team in the salary cap era good enough to beat them looks like right now. Well, Chuck, my it's mind tough. is blown. Yeah, me too. I mean, the fact that they were able to do this uh, and, and they were really offensively certainly inept at times this year. And and I don't even think yesterday, I think they were quite, we could have looked if the Chiefs had lost and Andy Reid not challenging some plays that clearly I thought were bad spots that they yeah. could have gotten first downs for. There was some issues on the Chiefs side as well, but Mahomes finds a way when the game's on the line to just, hey, don't worry. I yeah. got this. Yeah. I'm the best player on the field. I mean, I mean, what what we've seen the track record is you have to have it's either Brady who's beat him in the playoffs in the Super Bowl, you know, the two different times, and then it's Joe Burrow. Uh, and all of those pretty much take overtime. You know, it's like if you're yeah. gonna be if you're gonna beat Mahomes, it's gonna it's gonna come down to the final second. You're probably gonna get a little bit lucky here, and you better have a quarterback who's either Tom Brady or Joe Burrow who has shown signs of of goat DNA if yeah. uh, if he could stay healthy. But a guy who rises to the occasion, keeps the the heart rate down in big moments. That's what you are going to have to have to unseat these guys. Yeah, and right now I think Burrow's the only one that has proven that he's capable of doing it. He just needs to stay healthy. And then that could be a fun rivalry. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I was. I was thinking in my mind like all of the quarterbacks that really actually have a chance in these things. And Joe Burrow. And then you know Josh Allen has shown he can go toe to toe. He hasn't quite been able to get there over the hump, but he's had some epic playoff battles versus Mahomes. Maybe C.J. Stroud is the young AFC quarterback who go, who is is one of these dudes. And D'Amico Ryan's maybe the perfect kind of coach. Maybe Houston is building up to be a team that can really go toe to toe with these guys. But that's going to be if C.J. Stroud is a big game kind of dude and it seems like we have the makings of it there time will tell but my gosh Mahomes is going to keep all of these stud quarterbacks in the AFC without Super Bowl opportunities it's incredible and maybe Harbaugh yeah that's what I was saying you think Harbaugh maybe that they might get better there I think they will get better yeah Uh, but so far Justin Herbert has not shown to have that gene where he's able to elevate in the postseason either we'll see what Sean does with Denver too yeah Yeah, it could be a challenge he's got a big rebuild there too it's Mahomes and everybody else huge a uh, big, big loss in that game, though, was Dre Greenlaw tearing his Achilles, which the 49ers did confirm. I mean, that really changed a lot of their coverage aspects. Now you're able to move around Kelsey. I thought they did an excellent job with that. And the crossers, the Valdez-Scantling touchdown that they were able to hit, they were able to pick on his back up there. But that was a huge loss with Dre Greenlaw. That's just a, that non-contact, just funky type of injury there. That's just the most unfortunate thing. The most unfortunate thing ever, and you can see you can see the Achilles. I mean, yeah, just I mean, you knew immediately. Oh. I was like, oh gosh. I'm like, wait, what happened? I, I like turn my head for a second, and then I see he's on the ground, and I'm going, wait, what happened to Dre Greenlaw? This makes no sense. I've never seen that before. Yeah. It wasn't even the celebration. Usually, you see the guy jumping up and down, and he rolls an ankle, or he does a Martin Gramatica deal, but he, he just pushed he, off it wrong. He yeah. hop, he hops. And then he goes down, and then he pushes. Yep. And I think that's what got him. I think was, you're right. Yeah, that it, was the whole thing. Uh, and, just, and that's what, you know, it, it you, it's that you just never know when that thing is going to go. And it it did for him. And that, that really hurt because uh, they they weren't good enough, like I said. They just weren't good enough at, at linebacker uh, to be able to, you know, to be able to overcome uh, him not being on the field. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to Juwan Jennings, though. He became the second player in NFL history to produce both passing and receiving touchdowns in a Super Bowl. The other one, 
Antoine Randall L. Not Randall L. Say again, I'm sorry. He was the last Randall one to did, throw it. throw it. I wasn't throw sure if he touchdown. What did, would you say He again? became the second player in NFL history Bulls. to produce both passing and receiving touchdowns in a Super Bowl. Football guy of the day, Gavin Dawson. Wow. Nick Foles did it uh-huh. in their Super Bowl win over Tom Brady and the Patriots. But Jawan Jennings was really, really brilliant. I mean, we know, having uh, been able to talk with the 49ers brass before their Cowboy matchups, his nickname is Third and Jawan. He is a guy that they like to go to on third down. But yesterday, he came to play. He was awesome. And it is official. Uh, Andy Reid is returning hmm. next season for a chance at the three-peat. All the Florio nice. rumors that he was throwing out there. Could Andy retire? Brian Baldinger told us he felt like he, he was too. coming back. He there, sure there did. Were some, there were some whispers. There yeah. was some buzz. But right now, uh, uh-uh. Andy Reid is coming back. I did love on the ESPN set, Chris Berman brought out the In-N-Out cheeseburgers for him. He's like, you're not leaving our set without something. Uh, you can eat those here or you can take them with you. But shout out to Andy Reid. And it seems like Travis Kelsey's probably going to be running it back as well. I know uh, we won't know for sure. They're yeah. going to have their parade on Valentine's Day. There will be love in the air. I wonder if Taylor will be there on the podium with him. Maybe we get a proposal. I don't know. But I think Travis Kelsey's going to be running it back as well. I want to see her continue to shotgun beers and stuff. That like was awesome. That. You know, I'd like to see her maybe do some fireball I shots. I thought they balanced uh, the Taylor Swift. Yeah. Stuff throw, throw her a beer, throw a beer to, to her boyfriend, him catch it. She just slam it. That would be cool. Just slam it. Yeah. You guys remember Deshaun Foster? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, had a, he had a fumbling UCLA. problem at UCLA. Holy hell. Well, now yeah. he's Carolina the new Panthers. head coach at UCLA. Yeah, he's a grad there. Former, yeah. yeah, Carolina Panthers running back, was part of their Super Bowl team. And man, he is now going to take over for Chip Kelly at his alma mater. He was a longtime assistant there. So he has agreed to a five year contract. Former Panthers running back in UCLA Brew and now the head coach there at UCLA. Good for him. Pretty exciting. I yep. think that's pretty cool. Uh, then we've got Devontae Adams news. We had been, uh, I threw out a, a trade article just a couple of weeks ago. Like, hey, do you think maybe he ends up going back to Green Bay? If the Cowboys wanted to add a receiver, would you be interested there? Dude, Kansas City should be all over Kansas, him. Kansas well, City, I think, division. should be going after Mike Evans. Yeah, yeah. I, that I makes... think that's, uh, that's a good move there for them to try and get Mike Evans. But... Uh, there is a report that the Raiders have zero plans to trade their star wide receiver, Devontae Adams, heading into this offseason. So I don't think he's going to be going anywhere. Well, and he really wanted Antonio Pierce to be the head coach. So I'm yeah. sure like that makes him feel like he wants to remain there. And I, I'm pretty sure Kansas City is going to go on the cheap at wide receiver. Like if they let Hill go, I don't think they're lining up to give anybody 30 million bucks. And why would you after these last two years? No, it's true. Just keep drafting. You go, guys. You go veteran guys, you try to get Odell Beckham Jr. in there, and you draft a guy. Yeah, I mean, Rasheed Rice, I think, is going to be a very good player. SMU yeah. and Richland own uh, here in DFW. But, man, it's it's going to be interesting to see what they do because that seems like it's their only weakness. And eventually they're going to need to get another tight end in the pipeline because I do think Travis Kelsey is kind of a year-to-year deal here right now. But there was uh, Derek Carr, former quarterback there of Devontae Adams. Of course, that's why he went to Vegas. Michael Thomas was kind of taking some shots on social media at Derek Carr for his season-ending injury that he suffered in Week 10. He said, if I didn't get set up by a bad ball, I probably would have had a little, uh, a light little 1,000-yard season this year, but could have, should have, would have. I know I get it, LOL. I don't think you should be blaming the quarterback for why you got hurt, Michael Thomas. You were hurt all the damn time. I don't think this yeah. is yeah, on he, Terry he's, Carr, He's missed bro. like two years of football. Yes. Yeah. I mean, come on. Why are you taking shots at your quarterback here? Uh, and then the NFL is going to push to change the league's gambling rule. Uh, with their Super Bowl set to take in over $20 billion in bets over the weekend. It was a weird deal, right? Like, we're sitting there, mm. 
We're having, you know, the Caesar Sportsbook people on. They took a loss yesterday with the Chiefs winning. They were yeah. really, really hoping the 49ers yeah. would win. But the NFL has got to figure something out with this gambling policy to make it a little bit fair. Calias uh, Campbell said the rules are outdated. With technology the way it is, where you can tell exactly that it has nothing to do with the integrity of the game, why not give us the opportunity to be able to do the things that we're making money off of as a league? I mean, I do think it's very hypocritical for the yeah. NFL. I would like to request, though, by the way, if we could just pump cigarette and cigar smoke into our studio so I feel more at home. Yeah, Is that possible? It can was kind of nice. Uh, yeah, I mean, we <laughs> could just light days, up huh? and choke up in here if you want. I, I'd love to. I'd love to have those smells every time I'm doing. I, I just feel more comfortable. I did love every time we walked into the link. I was like, "Damn, you're hitting the face with whatever that scent is." Yeah, and it's, yeah. Just, it's just a it, good it's smell. It's like camel, camel filterless and some cigars is Wait, what it was. You guys yeah. didn't get hit with the HR email a while back about the the vaping in studio. No. And whatnot. I've never gotten hit with that. Wow. Okay. I guess they're singling out folks then. <laughs> it's probably that jewel drop we keep playing. That one. They know that that's in your DNA. I got a track record. Uh, and then the Patriots are not expected to pick up Mac Jones' fifth-year option. They're also open to trading the quarterback, according to reports. That locker room is fed up with Mac Jones, and I don't really blame them. There's your NFL News of the Day. All right. A lot to talk about stepping up. How's it going to play out for the Cowboys in 2024 as leadership is the topic with the offseason underway? Best of the weekends coming up at 340 as well here in the nation. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. All right, welcome back. It is the G-Bag Nation here on 105.3 The Fan, and I hope you're having a great day. Segment here of the G-Bag Nation is brought to you by the Frankels. Life's unpredictable. Accidents happen. Franklin Frankel, the go-to attorneys for car and truck wrecks in DFW. If you or a loved one's been in an accident, contact Franklin Frankel for a free consultation. It's 214-817-333-3333. You can go online at truckwreck.com. We will uh, we'll get the audio here. What, what comes to mind for you as you listen to C.D. Lamb and Micah Parsons talk about accountability? Um, sorry, I was on the phone there at the break, Lucius. Uh, we have a couple of cuts here, though, don't we? This is Micah Parsons on a podcast, and C.D. Lamb has, has joined it. And um, Zach, can you set up this audio? Yeah, so this will be cut 14. You know, C.D. Uh, talks about how he needs to basically grow up, and, and he learned a lot from the playoff loss to the Packers. First and foremost, I do got to grow up. 
uh, there's plenty of ways of me handling different situations. Me being mad is not one of the answers. You know what I'm saying? So and I know this. So times throughout the year, you get frustrated, people feeling your energy, frustration, Absolutely. and just carrying it on. I just feel like that's contagious. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Instead but of just be like, I could, I could, I could be more of a leader. You know what I'm saying? I could be more vocal, even though I know that's not me. But understanding the situation, bro. If I'm gonna take this label of being one, I take full accountability, bro. Mm. If I'm gonna take this label of being one, I can't, I can't. It's times where I got to get out my shell. You know mm. what I'm saying? My comfort zone. And you got rally the offense. You feel me? And Dak, I got, find me. Like Dak, come on. Or Dak, I'm not open on this. You got B Cooks on whatever. Or you got MG on this. I could do this. Yeah, so, you know, great leadership stuff after the fact. I've, I've been hearing Jerry Jones say for years he is annoyed that afterwards we talk about what should have happened. You know, and, and it wasn't what happened. And, you know, I, I like that CD is realizing this. I wish Luca would say it this matter-of-factly. It's time for me to grow up. You know, those two guys are about at the same age, and, and they're both right about that. You know, but what I'm thinking in, in, in my mind when it, it is that is, you know, you're not a natural leader. You know, Mike is not a natural leader. You know, what we have on this team is a really weird place when it comes to the leadership dynamics that maybe your strongest personalities don't have the best leadership traits and your most professional guys aren't in your face guys. Dax get along guy. Brandon Cooks and Stephon Gilmore just got here. If they are in your face leaders, they didn't show it. You know, they're great professionals. They're great lead by example guys. And I just worry that if you have non-leaders trying to push themselves into this leadership void, leaders happen naturally. Mm Mm-hmm. You don't see a leadership void and say, dang it, I'm going to become a leader. Because what happens is at times of adversity, you crack. Like Michael Irvin's the, the best leader. Who would, he, who would we have on last week that was like, man, we could be winning or losing into the game. He was, it was Darren Woodson. Yeah, Darren Woodson. Michael Irvin yeah. is just there, consistent, every time, same energy, same positivity, same accountability. 100%. And if you're not that guy naturally, trying to become that guy at age 25 is pretty tough. Right. You, you kind of either have it or you don't. I mean, I love what CD is saying, taking accountability, because it's something we saw throughout the season. You saw it in the San Francisco game. You saw it in the Green Bay game with his body language. If CD's frustrated and things aren't going right, he shows that. He's wearing that emotion on his sleeve. But I think that you're right. I don't know that that's something that you can just say, I want to become a leader and do it. I think you either have it or you don't. Micah can say some of the right things on his podcast or to the media that end up being good bits and, and sound bites. When we talk with people in that organization, he's he's not naturally a leader. Uh, I think there's some frustration in that locker room when it comes to Micah Parsons. So I don't know. I thought Demarcus Lawrence might be that guy, and then you see him go and use the excuse of, oh, we were burnt out on first take. To me, that sure as hell isn't a leader. I think the guy that might be in the secondary is Diggs. I think people do love Diggs and rally around uh, Trayvon Diggs, and losing him, I think, hurt a little bit. Hmm. But otherwise, I really don't know who is the who are the leaders in that locker room right now. It could be really hard to tell from the outside looking in who who the leaders yeah. are, Brian. No, I you guys have you guys have hit this dead on, you know. And you know that's the thing about it was in, in talking to some people, there were some people in the organization that were that heard our interviews with Cooks and you know with Gilmore and. There, there's a belief about Gilmore over there. You know, there was some, there was a lot of positivity of trying to get him back, and they, you know, want to make sure. I, you know, they that's I was after listening to him and talking to him and hearing it and how much that meant to them. 
you know, it made me feel better that maybe there's some guys on this team that actually, you know, want to be leaders. And Those stuff. guys care. Yeah, they do. And, you know, not all the responsibilities should be on Dak. It just shouldn't be on Dak. But if you're going to pay Micah Parsons, you know, $25, $28 million a year, you know, he, he needs to step up that well, that way too. Uh, you know, as, as as Dak is trying to do things on offense, he needs to try and step up and do that as well on, on defense. Yeah, I mean, you have the Chiefs where they're talking about, they're raving about the, the night before speeches, Mahomes, Chris Jones, and especially Travis Kelsey. Those are your three best players on your team, and they're also the clearly the leaders of the team, and they know when it's appropriate to you know to get vocal about whatever it is. Yeah. But those guys show up and play as well. Like yeah. Dak can be the leader, but then you show up and you 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 look like you're in a haze. You don't know what's going on with Green Bay, and you're down a million, and you look terrible. Like you don't see that from Kansas City. Those guys sure. they understand how to be the voice for their team, and then also when it's the biggest moments. It's not what C.D. Lamb was giving you versus yeah. Green Bay. It's not what Dak was giving you or Mike or any of these guys. These guys play. They understand that with their play, they're going to they're going to be there in the biggest moments, and they're going to play their their rear end off in the biggest games. So yeah. they actually talk about Dak and the playoff game. Mike and C.D. going back and forth and, and defended Dak Prescott a little bit. Please say this to the world, the people that Dak can take us there. Please, please. Dak can definitely lead us. And, and, you just also need other leaders. And that's why I'm pointing at myself. Because mm. I can help him. You know mm. what I'm saying? It's only so much he can do. He already got so much on his plate. You feel what I'm so saying? So much. He got the hardest job in America. Man, come on. Think about it. The hardest QB job? It's think the hardest job it. in America. You the quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys is the hardest job in America. No cap. And, and that's why I say self-reflection. You got to have a lot of that. And I looked. I've thought. You know what I'm saying? No, that playoff game didn't end the way I, we wanted it. Nor did I have the beginning or first half of the game that I wanted. But I've learned so much from that playoff game, believe it or not. Well, that's awesome to hear it. You know, I want to see it. I want to see it put into action now. Yeah. You know, this could be the moment of learning. You know, you're still a young man, year three. Uh, you know, haven't even signed your second contract. Let's go see that happen. You know, um, uh, I, I would love that. I, I think the thing is that that's really making me nervous, though, is that there was so much frustration and so many different people are talking about, I'm going to step into this leadership void. And it reminds me of Kyrie Irving going to the Boston Celtics where Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown were there and the organization thought we're going to bring in Kyrie Irving to be the veteran leader. And he's going to these guys like, hey, I'm going to be a leader. I'm going to show you guys, you know, what it took for me and LeBron to get the championship. And I'm going to explain all this stuff. And they didn't want to be led, you know. You hear C.D. Lamb wanted to be a leader. You hear Micah Parsons wanted to be a leader. You have Tank Lawrence wanted to be a leader. Well, when all the bullets were firing this year, nobody rose to the top, right? It's easy to say now on, on the other side of it, but we've seen for, for decades now, you know, this organization really have an, an issue with, you know, um, doing everything that it takes to get to the top. And a, a lot of that, Troy Aikman started – echoing in the mid to late 90s while he was on his way out. Why do I got to be the bad guy? You know, it's, it's, there's, so there's a, a leadership void, I, I think, from all the way to the top with this organization. And to try to step in there as a, as a foot soldier, you know, when your own coach isn't even um, empowered to be autonomous in his leadership. It is, it is a weird place to try to be a leader to start with. And then you add all the frustration of this past year. So many different guys trying to step into the void of being the leader. Mm-hmm. You got to listen to me. I'm yeah. hearing what the media is saying. You know, you got to listen to me. 
I think you have a ticking time bomb right now in that locker room, and I wonder what the chemistry is going to look like. It's It seems broken. Yeah. Just just from the outside looking in and hearing some of the comments and getting to talk with Brandon Cooks and Stephon Gilmore, seeing their in-real-time reaction to yeah. the question I asked about Tank's comments, I think you've got a bunch of individuals. Uh, I'm going in, I'm clocking in, I'm taking care of business, I'm getting out. You don't have a, a team that is tight. We are going out together. You listen to those 90s Cowboys that won Super Bowls, whether it's Darren Woodson when we talked with him, whether it's Nate Newton on DallasCowboys.com. Those guys were together. They are out there. They are doing things with one another. There is camaraderie. I'm going out there, and I've got your back, right? There is a family type of brotherhood. I don't know that this current iteration of the Dallas Cowboys has that. They are clearly lacking that in some shape or form. There might be some guys on that team that are really tight. We know Cooks and Gilmore are. Uh, I, I know Dak and MG are. But I, I think it's too few. The entire 53 is not on the same page. Yeah. Are we asking too much of these guys? No. no. And I mean no, and I mean this in a way is a different generation of players. The the you know, with the with the way that social media and stuff, I, I think it's only gonna get worse too. Everybody's by the way. on their own island with yeah. their social yeah, scene. We're all yeah, on, we're all on our own deal, our NIL deals. You know, we we had coaches talking about uh Mike Loxley, I think it was at Maryland. He goes, I had a th- third string running back walk up to me and say, need $100,000 or he's going to go in the portal. You know, are we to the point now where there's just too many individuals and we don't have the unity and we're probably never going to have? I, I, I don't know how to, ex- I, I know, I think I know how to explain Kansas City because of the quarterback and the head coach. I think I understand that. I, I don't know if, I don't know, I think we might be asking for something. We can't deliver here. I think it's a good question. I, I think, though, we're social creatures. We like to come yeah. together for a common goal. I think it's possible. Maybe it's a little bit more difficult to galvanize. I just think that that's sports, though, right? I mean, yeah. when you have people that retire, what do they miss? They miss the locker room. Yeah. They miss the camaraderie. That's part of I don't why, know if these guys really do. Well, the, I think that's the, there needs to be a culture shock then. because well, That's, I, that's not something that, that can continue. But that's the problem, though, Zach, is that we're asking – these new players coming in to be that way when they're not, they're not the, they're not natural. Leaders. Well, then isn't the opposition dealing with that reality as well? It's an even playing field. If that is true. Oh no, that's what I'm yeah. saying. If you have an elite head coach and elite quarterback, you know, you yeah. look, look at San Francisco. I think you brought up the point. San Francisco is one of the, one of the most well-built teams ever. Sure. Their quarterback isn't good enough to win the game. Yeah. Just not. He wasn't good enough to win it yesterday for him. You know, so maybe, maybe it, you know, the things that we're asking from today's players are not possible, that were possible in 1990 when there was Michael Irvin and Troy Aikman and Emmitt Smith. And you did have an elite coach, yeah, Jimmy Johnson. I think there's, I think there are going to be special people always, but you know, I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know if, I I don't know if there's not another Ray Lewis in the league. That's see, that's what I'm saying. You know, we were talking to Brian Billick about this the other day. And all the lead, you know, as a head coach, you have to foster the leaders. You have to seek out the leaders. You have to empower the leaders. Yeah. I don't know if we're doing that here. No, I think it starts starts at the top. And I think there's some guys that are like want to be leaders, but they're kind of don't want to dip their toe in the pool because they don't want to be. You know, they want to they don't want to step on somebody's toe. Jimmy sent a very strong message that you couldn't mess with these three guys. Yeah. Everybody else here is human. And it made yeah. what they said have weight and authority. Yeah. 
and mandate, really. Right. All righty. Well, thank you for that audio, uh, Woolchuck. And I, I know we'll have more chances to talk about this throughout the day. I know there's a lot of interesting text messages coming in on it. 940, you're wrong on leadership. You can train and develop leaders. I think you can make leaders better, especially if you get a, a good pool of people. I, um, but most people, what they need to learn to do, and this is the problem I think in, in a lot of pro sports, is be a good follower. You can only have a couple of leaders, but so many people want to be the leader or believe themselves and their ego is telling them you should be the guy when what they really need to do is be quiet, get back in the huddle, and execute the play. And you need about 55 of those guys, Brian. I kind of feel like, though, when you start leaders to develop, sure, but I feel like that's something that is inherent into people. Sure. I don't think people show up on the world stage, these you know these generals, these great generals that you know, all of a sudden, I always wondered, how did, how did a George Patton or Eisenhower, how did these great leaders, uh, sports club, how did they show up at this point in history? Now, these were these guys, these were born leaders. Yeah. They've you know, been these, leading things since yeah, kindergarten. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They, they showed up at the absolute right time when the world needed them. You're looking for the best leader in football to take you to a championship. Yeah. Certainly yes. there's a yeah. bunch of dudes on, in your organization who could be developed into better leaders than right. they are or currently. Could be, could be better. But you, yeah. need, you yeah. need that select few, like the like three guys on Kansas City. Right. That are just, hey, we're the alphas. Those guys, walk into, those guys walk into kindergarten and get the seat yeah. snapped you're, you're on their, their chest. Yeah, we saw, we, saw that. we saw that with the Dallas Cowboys in the early 90s. Well, we got to run uh, back into a little bit later on. A chief has a message about Platinum Ford and then best of the weekends coming up next year in the nation. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Thank you, Lucius. It's great to be back in DFW as much as we enjoyed our time in Las Vegas. I think that was uh, maybe the easiest, most pleasant Super Bowl radio row experience. Saturday night, I, I went and played poker with one of Woolchuck's friends, Gary, and it was outstanding out there in, uh, in Rockwall. Had, a, had a, a wonderful time and met quite a few Tolos out there. Oh, didn't, nice. didn't play well or anything like that. Had a, a tremendous run of luck early. It was insane, like, the first 20 minutes I was there. And then I, then I went cart dead and went home a couple hours later. But had a great time with old Gary. Gary's a good dude. Baby Dolls Gary? Yes, but Baby Dolls Gary. He's living the sober life now. Good yeah. for him, man. Yes, sir. Here's uh, here's Chia Fala with the rest of the best of the weekend. All right, 877-881-1053. What ended up being the MVP of your Super Bowl spread? I would love to hear from the Tolos uh, on the truckwreck.com fan text. And Broadus is pointing a He's finger pointing at my yeah, face. So Gary, Gary not buying beers is turning into poker night. Oh, he's always been a poker guy. Oh, has he always been? Yeah, that's always I, been. His maybe thing. I just maybe he's, he's just, just going, leaning into that addiction a touch yeah, more now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's saving the money on the Bud Lights yeah. to to be able to. Yeah, no, yeah, that's uh, he's always been a professional poker guy. There yeah, all right. But Gary's not messing around on the table. No, not on the table. So that's his thing. Yeah, he's the real deal. I think he he made the final table. Matter of fact. Well, yeah. good for Gary. No surprise. Money bags Gary. He's a good dude. He is. Okay, Super Bowl spread MVPs. We'll get to the food and football. I mean, the Chiefs are, I mean, they're synonymous with football at this point. But, uh, but Lucius, uh, where, where are we at with the, the MVP of your Super Bowl spread? True or false, it came out of the air fryer. <laughs> you know, uh, let's <laughs> see. Mm, it was the venison rotel dip. 
Whoa. Oh, that Ooh, sounds That amazing. was pretty good. There was Whoa. a whole lot of good food out there, but that venison rotel dip, I was like, all right, man, this is the one. That is really special, dude. Because usually it's a ground beef in there, maybe a breakfast sausage, mm-hmm. but they're putting the venison in there as a beautiful. Did you nacho that thing? Mm-hmm, I sure yeah. did. Yeah. And ate it with a fork. I went crazy with it. Yeah. <laughs> nice, bro. Oh, that's it. All right. That's a pretty good start. Who can up the ante? Did anybody, can no. anybody beat venison chili? Brada shakes his head as he was watching uh, in a cold, dark room solo by himself, I imagine. Yes. snacking on maybe Sardines nothing. and crackers. Yeah. Yeah. So homemade bread. You know, I did, you know what I did? I made a beer cheese bread just because I wanted to try and see what it did, and it turned out great. I'll bring some up. I might even uh, do it for uh, our Red Beans Rush for Fat Tuesday tomorrow. Fat Tuesday. Oh, the, Fat TD Tuesday. Yeah. The Orange Magic Wings were incredible. I made them out of the full-sized wings because they didn't have any party wings left at the grocery store when I swung by. Okay. And that that's an advantage uh, because they're encased in skin. So you get more moisture to, to stay inside of the wings that way if you don't cut them until you're done cooking. Ooh, nice, They're dude. amazing. Yeah. Okay. I only seasoned one side, which I, I just did on accident because I was kind of lazy. Um, and I, I think that that's something I'm going to repeat again. Oh, you fell into yeah. something special there? I, th- I think I did, yeah. Look at you, man. That's what the Super Bowl is about. I mean, yeah. I mean, Broaddus just just broke down plays where Kansas City's punter is getting lucky because he shanked something I, and it yeah. would have been blocked. Like yeah. you're half assing your wings there and you go. fall into gold, dude. <laughs> yes. yep. Way to go. Luck's on your side when That's you got right. when is. you got Hall of Fame talent, you know, floating around, whether it's your locker room or, you know, for you, Dawson, at your backyard. That's right. We well, Chuck, make that over to the poker table next time. We'll okay. be good to go. Okay, so we and, and and Dawson obviously participated in the making of that, which I think was special. I don't know, Lucius, that was that was Absolutely you enjoying not. someone no, else's, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is no problem, no yeah, problem. Walchuk, did you did you handcraft anything Hell for no. your Super Bowl party? I bought the ingredients. That was that was my duty. Okay, I went to the store, I did shopped, I brought it, and then uh, it was made for me. But uh, the buffalo chicken dip, I think, is always the Super Bowl star for me okay and it was yesterday as well yeah i actually i i put the onus on myself i noticed it was a smaller gathering of family at my parents house and there was no there was no buffalo chicken dip on the menu and i was like you know what let me go ahead and put my hand up here and let me own something and it was a better it worked out better than my you know my infamous mac and cheese thanksgiving mac and cheese from about three years ago that that was a historical historical abomination borderline ruined the entire holiday (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, in perpetuity, really, for my they're family. Like never they, they're still scarred from that. Uh, but I arrived and dialed up the uh, the buffalo chicken dip. Was not the MVP of the spread, though it was edible. Everybody was looking around, going, "Hey, we can we can do this thing. This is passable." So I was okay. proud of myself. Good. But it was the it was the sliders on the King's Hawaiian yeah. pretzel bun yeah. that Ooh. ended up being it was my dad. Just I get my dad's a YouTube guy now. He's yeah. got a little broadest. Oh, I was going to tell him. There's one where you can make uh, on the on those type of you could use make uh, Big Macs. With the pretz, with the with the with the Hawaiian rolls. Big Mac tonight, dude. I think that's the only way you can make the Big Mac better than what it already is because it's amazing. Make that the pretzel bun of King's Hawaiian. Mini Big Macs using those Hawaiian rolls. It's a brilliant move. That's delicious. Yeah, that is a sandwich now. That that was that was the star of the show last night. So shout out to to mom and pops dialing up like a smash burger, cheeseburger, pretzel bun. Uh, concoction that was really for the ages. Uh, 877-881-1053. We got the bacon wrap stuffed, jalapeno stuffed with the pepper jack cheese, the lobster tail, air fried to finish for crisp on Ooh, the bacon. There you, go. you know, a lot of that stuff right there is pretty uh, pretty outstanding uh, here on the text. Of course, the wings getting a lot of love. The ribs, you know, a Super Bowl uh, rib, I think, that, that's that's some legitimate dedication to whoever you got, uh, you know, dialing up your, your party there. But the Chiefs, I mean, they are a football, they're a football squad. And we're going to start with Andy 
Andy Reid after the game, letting the people know what the play was, the the victory play. We remember last year's, right? Last year's versus the Eagles. It looked very similar to last night's walk-off touchdown there for the Chiefs. What is the name of the play, Andy Reid, with ESPN? Andy, last time that these two teams played, it was the two Jet Wasps play. Everybody talked about the play to Tyree. What was the game-winning touchdown play call this year? Yeah, believe it or not, I mean, we had Corn Dog last year, and that was Corn Dog. That was Corn Dog. This was Corn Dog with a little mustard and ketchup. Corn Dog. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Listen, I know you like Corn Dog. Oh, I love him. I ain't nothing like it. <laughs> Okay, corn dog with a little mustard and ketchup. Little twist on the corn dog, little mustard and ketchup, which I believe is the way that Wolchuk likes to I eat do. his corn dog. Uh, and then here is Andy Reid, where JJ Watt fires off a question with uh, with CBS in the post game. And this one, we we already knew this was going to be the case. Coach, third Super Bowl. What's the post game meal? Uh, we're going cheeseburgers. <laughs> of course, they're going cheeseburgers. I hope he went cheeseburgers with the pretzel. Hawaiian bun rolls because that was a, a game changer. The 580 went javelin backstrap on Hawaiian buns. Wow. Pork belly what is that? I, I don't know. That sounds possibly. Is that javelina? Aggressive. Oh, Could that be javelina, which is like a hog? Is that what I said? I don't javelin know. is what I think. You, you said, said javelin. I, I yeah, used, you said javelin like the Olympics. Like the track. It's spelled <laughs> like javelin. I think it's, I think it's pronounced javelina. But <laughs> I think javelin. Can we run that one back? Oh, I clean up in post, but woo. And then backstrap. I mean, Wait, I was we're thinking, live? yeah. Um, I think it's a hog. Okay. Sure. That yeah. makes yes, sense. Yes, it is. It's going to be fantastic. The homemade jerk chicken. Shout out to that I one. I knew I showed up for a reason today. Yep, thank <laughs> yes, you. Thank dude. you for that. Uh, the 817 went to Brisket University rib class last weekend and Whoa. nailed his game day Wagyu ribs. Shout out to Rick in the 817. There you go, sir. Good call, dude. Look at this guy. He's really what, going man. to school. That is taking ownership of being dialed as the host of a Super Bowl party. That's taking it seriously, and that's two weeks to prepare. Kyle Shanahan doesn't know what the overtime rules are. My guy's going to brisket bleeping rib class to figure out how to have the best Wagyu ribs in the 817. I'm just telling you. Know what I'm saying? That's being detail-oriented. Yeah. That's being a leader. No. And that's actually being a Super Bowl champion caliber kind of guy. Rick, you are that. Kyle yeah. Shanahan, you are not. That's a guy that's afraid of screwing up the ribs. That's an expensive cut that's of ribs. Embarrassing that's embarrassing. That's there, why you yeah. go to class to learn how to cook those. Yeah, you don't want yeah. to buy that, and then you mess it up, yeah. and everybody's making fun of you. Yeah. For sure. And I'd like to think Rick got ahead of this one, but maybe this is maybe this is Rick experiencing that one time and saying, I'm only going to let this happen to me once. It might and have happened. Kyle Shanahan would have done that yeah. after 28-3, to three, yeah. we'd all be past 28-3 to three now. But now it's just the laundry list of, of dropped, missed opportunities in the biggest moment. Rick, at most, has one of these for his Super Bowl hosting parties. Kyle Shanahan, it, it's a resume I'm gonna now. Say, I'm going to say that Rick probably messed up a prime rib one time in his life okay that'd be my guess is prime rib a steak uh, yeah. prime rib we'll never know pizza from barris and flomo was amazing says the 972 the mac and cheese uh major cluster uh 903 i'm uh, learning how to make deep dish pizza too by the way for us yeah Prager. i'm gonna make it for us though i'm gonna make a big Ooh, one for thank us thank you yeah I'm uh, I'm super excited about that, man. It looked, yeah. There was a lot of good eating going on here in the Metroplex, and uh, shout out to the Tolos for getting it done. But Rick, looks like you're the MVP, bro. boy, Rick. You know who is not? Kyle Shanahan. Yeah. No. Thank you, Chief. Yo, Carter. There it is. Best of the weekend Best once coach. again in the books. Most Mondays, Andy? 340 here on The Fan. Okay, when we return, uh, biggest takeaways from the Chiefs' second consecutive championship uh, from our minds. It's next in the nation. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.